At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast, a show where we put the latest nutrition trends and headlines into perspective so that you can make the best choices for your own health and well-being. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and today I want to bring you up to date on resistant starches, a category of nutrients that people started paying a lot more attention to back in the aughts. And I first talked about this on the podcast back in 2009. And since then, there's been a lot more research on them. So we have a better understanding of how they work in the body. And they appear to offer a variety of benefits, including improved digestion and gut health, blood sugar regulation, weight management, reduced risk of chronic diseases, even improved nutrient absorption. Before we go any further, though, let's back up and talk for a second about regular old non-resistant starch. You may recall that there are three main types of carbohydrates, sugars, starches, and fiber. We tend to talk a lot more about sugar and fiber than we do about starch. Starches are nothing more than long chains of glucose or sugar molecules that are glued together with a special type of chemical bond called a covalent bond. When you eat a starchy food, such as a potato or a bowl of oatmeal, enzymes called amylases break these covalent bonds. When that happens, large starch molecules turn into lots of tiny sugar molecules, which are then absorbed into the bloodstream, and that's how starches are digested. You know, one day back when I was in fifth grade, our science teacher handed out some unsalted saltines, and he told them to chew them up but not swallow them. Just keep chewing. Maybe you did a similar experiment like this when you were a kid. After you chew them for a while, the saltines start tasting sweet. And that's because your saliva also contains amylase. So when you chew a saltine for long enough, the conversion of starch molecules into sugar molecules happens right there in your mouth. So a resistant starch is a starch that resists this enzymatic action and doesn't break down into sugar molecules. For example, raw cornstarch contains a fair amount of resistant starch. So if you were to put some of that in your mouth and chew on it, it wouldn't start to taste sweet no matter how long you chewed on it. Instead, these long carbohydrate molecules pass through to the large intestine where they act as prebiotics, nourishing beneficial gut bacteria and promoting a healthy balance of microorganisms in the digestive system. 
So this can enhance digestion. It can reduce inflammation, support overall gut health, and it promotes a diverse and balanced microbiome, which helps with digestion, immune function, and overall well-being. Resistant starches can also promote bowel regularity, preventing or alleviating constipation. And foods that contain a lot of resistant starch also help stabilize blood sugar levels, making them particularly beneficial for people who have diabetes or those who are trying to manage their blood sugar. Like other forms of fiber, resistant starches can also help with weight management because they increase satiety and that can help reduce your calorie intake. They've even been shown to improve cholesterol profiles, lowering your LDL and increasing your HDL. So all of this helps to explain why diets that are higher in resistant starches have been associated with a lower risk of certain chronic diseases, including type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and colorectal cancer. Some fiber-rich foods, such as whole grains and legumes, often get a bad rap because they contain compounds such as phytates and oxalates, and these can reduce mineral absorption. As I've explored in many previous episodes, I really think the concerns about the mineral binding tendencies of phytates and oxalate are wildly overblown, but it's interesting to note that resistant starches can actually increase the absorption of calcium, magnesium, and other minerals through a few different mechanisms. This includes the production of short-chain fatty acids, which increase the expression of transporters that are responsible for calcium and magnesium uptake, and that's what helps to improve their absorption. Okay, with all of those potential benefits, I bet you're ready to find out how to include more resistant starch in your diet. And you're going to be happy to learn that the best sources can include foods that we often feel we should be avoiding, potatoes, rice, and pasta. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. The key to maximizing resistant starch content in starchy foods like pasta and potatoes lies in the cooking and cooling process. 
When these foods are cooked, the starches undergo changes in their molecular structure, forming resistant starch. But here's the trick. Allowing these cooked foods to cool before you consume them can further increase their resistant starch content. For example, if you cook a batch of pasta, rice, or potatoes, and then cool them in the refrigerator for several hours, you'll end up with a higher proportion of resistant starch compared to when they were freshly cooked. That's because the cooling process allows more of the digestible starches to convert into resistant starch. But what happens if you were to heat those foods up again? Would the resistant starch be converted back into regular starch? Dr. Denise Robertson of the University of Surrey in England compared the effects of freshly cooked pasta, cooked and cooled pasta, and cooked, cooled, and reheated pasta on the eater's blood sugar levels. And as expected, the cold pasta caused less of a rise in blood sugar than the freshly cooked pasta due to that increase in resistant starch. The difference, however, was fairly modest. The real shocker was the reheated pasta. The rise in blood sugar after eating reheated pasta was 30 to 50% lower than the rise after eating the freshly cooked pasta. So in effect, the reheated white pasta acted in the body as if it were whole wheat pasta, but of course it still had the taste and the texture of regular pasta. Similar results have been found by cooking and then chilling rice. And one Sri Lankan research group found that adding just a small amount of oil to the cooking water further boosted the resistant starch content of the rice. Now, I do have one word of caution about cooling rice. Uncooked rice can harbor spores of Bacillus cereus, and these critters are heat-resistant. They're not killed by normal cooking. Now, this is not a problem if you're going to eat that cooked rice immediately, but if cooked rice is left to sit at room temperature for several hours, those spores can grow into bacteria and multiply. And these bacteria and the toxins that they create can then cause nausea and diarrhea. Now, I have to confess to you, I have been improperly handling rice for my entire life, letting it slowly cool to room temperature in the pot before I refrigerate the leftovers. And, you know, somehow I have lived to tell the tale. Indeed, food poisoning caused by this Bacillus cereus is not very common. It's responsible for maybe 2 to 5% of all cases of food poisoning. And although it's unpleasant for sure, it's rarely severe enough to be life-threatening. Nonetheless, the best way to cool hot rice is to spread it out in a shallow pan, such as a casserole dish or on a baking sheet, where it will cool much more quickly. And as soon as it's lukewarm, and that shouldn't take more than 5 or 10 minutes, Then you want to pack that into a container and keep it in the fridge or the freezer until you're ready to eat it. Now, cooking, cooling, and reheating your pasta, your rice, and your potatoes does have a modest impact on the caloric content of those starchy foods, but it's not the 30 to 50% reduction that you'll sometimes see on social media. At best, you might get a 10 to 15% reduction in calories. The bigger and more important effect is on the glycemic impact. So when we enhance the resistant starch content, that means that these foods are going to be digested and absorbed more slowly. That translates into steadier blood sugar, as well as greater satiety or appetite control. And ultimately, that's likely to have a bigger impact on your weight 
than that relatively small difference in the calories. So far, we've been talking about taking advantage of the resistant starches to be found in whole and minimally processed foods, foods that you might cook in your own kitchen. However, food processors and manufacturers have also been using resistant starches as an ingredient in processed foods, especially products that are pitched to people who are watching their weight or managing their blood sugar or, for whatever reason, just generally suspicious of carbs. One such ingredient that you might find in an ingredient list on a carb-smart tortilla or pasta or bread is high amylose starch. And this can be derived from corn, rice, or potato, and it just has a much higher proportion of resistant starch compared to regular starch. And manufacturers may also use isolated fibers or resistant starches that are derived from wheat. There's even a flour replacement product that you may see called high maize, and that's M-A-I-Z-E, like corn, high maize. And it's made from modified cornstarch. And the idea is that you could replace some of the white flour in your recipes with this product and end up with baked goods that are lower in digestible carbohydrates and calories and have some extra fiber-like benefits as well. All of those ingredients can help food manufacturers bump up the amount of fiber that shows on the nutrition facts label, and it decreases the net carbs. So to calculate net carbs, you're going to subtract the grams of dietary fiber and sugar alcohols from the total carbohydrate content. Food manufacturers often list net carbs on products, again, that are designed to appeal to people who are following low-carb or ketogenic diets or those who are monitoring their carbohydrate intake for blood sugar management. Just keep in mind that net carbs is not a standardized or a regulated term. There are varying guidelines and definitions for calculating and labeling net carbs. But the bigger point that I want to make is this. Using these ingredients to bump up the fiber or lower the net carbs in a processed food doesn't necessarily result in a healthier product overall. Other factors like added sugars or artificial sweeteners or just the overall nutrient composition and ingredient quality should all be considered when you're evaluating the nutritional quality of processed foods. So a slice of low-carb bread made with resistant starch could have the same number of carbs or calories as an orange or a helping of broccoli, but there's obviously no comparison in terms of nutrient density. If you're attracted to the many potential benefits of resistant starches, my advice is to take advantage of the cooking and cooling techniques to increase the resistant starch content of pasta, potatoes, rice, and breads, but continue to exercise some portion control with these foods. And make sure your diet also includes plenty of fruits, vegetables, legumes, nuts, and some healthy sources of protein. If you have a nutrition question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. And if you're looking for more support for healthy weight management, please check out the tools and the resources at wayless.life, where our goal is to help people create the habits, mindset, and lifestyle that allow them to weigh less without dieting. That's at wayless.life. 
Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast, and it's supported by a fantastic team, which includes our director of podcasts, Adam Cecil, audio engineer, Nathan Sems, Davina Tomlin, who runs our marketing and publicity, Holly Hutchings, our digital operations specialist, and Morgan Christensen, our podcast operations and advertising specialist. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.